Good morning, church. Once again, good morning, church. This is a great day, right? It is. My name is Andrew B. Nimlin. I'll be your worship guide today. For those of you who are watching online, we want to say welcome to Grupo United Methodist Church. For those of you who are in the audience, we want to say welcome, especially if you're a first-time visitor, we want to say welcome. This is a good day today. Today is Fiesta Sunday. It's a sad but great day for our church. As we prepare for this great day, Fiesta Sunday, it's just to say thank you to the, to the man family. Reverend Jenner, the man, his beautiful wife, and their children. We saw each of them grow up gradually, mature. We old people, right? They are young. We give you all the blessing. I want to say thank you today. We're going to celebrate them as they serve our church diligently for five years. We want to say thank you. So make sure right after service, please, please, stay and celebrate with us. If possible, toast one with us. And also we want to welcome our new pastor. He will start next Sunday. Be prepared for those of you who are blessed to stay or those of you who will be leaving we want to welcome him. We will have a reception for him on the second Sunday, which is July 9. The men of this men, the men of this church, will be having a concession stand on July 4th. So please, every young man of this church, if you're able, please come and help to put out the stand at 8 a.m. We really appreciate that. Because every proceed from our sales will go to our operational fund. The letter of faith free clothing giveaway will be Saturday, August 12th. And I just want to remind us, only clean and slightly news clothes is accepted today right after Fiesta celebration in the fellowship hall. Especially we need clothes for little kids. The blessing back always need our help. Remember, when God bless each of us, our job is to be a helping hand. Don't wait to get a lot because he said he will bless those who give little, who have little and give wholeheartedly. A reminder to our junior church and the family that uh, the junior church volunteer will participate in the church service. They're always doing that right after the offering. We'll give them instruction to leave. And lastly, the Liberian pledge form and payment are due July 16. If you don't, if you have, if you don't have an envelope, you can pick an envelope back there. Remember, we we'll continue to touch people far away. And July and August upper room is available in the welcome table. Is there any other announcement? If not, please quiet your heart for the letting of the candle.
Thank you. Please join me in the call to worship the Apostle Creed, please. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, Ola, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered on a prison fire, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the communion of the church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Please join me in the congregation of prayer. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, where there is injury, where there is doubt, where there is despair, recognition and appreciation of the main family. Good morning, church. Most people who know me know that what a momentous event it must be in order for me to get up here and speak. (laughs) And it is. So right now, you're all in your underwear, just saying. (laughs) Pastor Jonathan came to us five years ago, almost to the day. And I have been staff parish chair or co-chair for most of that time, like it or not. We are all five years older. I know I'm a bit five years grayer and maybe not wiser, but we have all grown in our faith thanks to him. Who would have imagined at that time what he would step into during his first lead pastorship? Just as we got to know this gregarious young man with a heart full of Jesus, Kelly, his beautiful on the inside and outside wife, and their adorable twins, Jackson and Kelsey, that little virus with the big name, SARS-CoV-2, screeched our world to a halt. We struggled mightily at times with balancing faith and health. Anxiety, sometimes crippling, and reassurance. Quarantine with our families (laughs) and severe social isolation, so much so that hugs were forbidden, handshakes were looked down upon, and even our smiles were covered by masks. But with God's help, innovation, and the wonders of technology, we found a way to get through and worship together and Pastor Jonathan was there, along with his sidekicks, Courtney, Terry, Brian, and Nancy. For nearly a year, holidays came and went, and he preached encouragement through our screens, 
until we could finally make steps to come back safely into this lovely environment. I simply can't imagine how he did it. Getting our week after week, remaining positive, and giving us some hope through that awful, awful time. But he did. And then, just as we were getting our feet back under us and learning how to navigate through this world, major changes in the denomination were happening that needed to be addressed by our members. Pastor Jonathan was always transparent about his views, yet he allowed us to make our own decision. Many congregations around us did not get that choice and was just, or were just told what was going to happen. For that, I thank Pastor Jonathan. He has always been open-minded, honest, kind, and has never treated any of us with anything but love. The church in Aetna is so lucky to have him as a leader. Well, you can't live in central Ohio with having at least one sports analogy. So with that, here is your brief highlight reel, Pastor Jonathan. God bless you.
hair go grayer over five years. Thank you. Uh, I just appreciate you all so much. Thank you for the kind words, Lane. I don't actually, where'd you go? You walked around somewhere. There you are. <laughs> but uh, thank you for the kind words. And uh, we'll do the sentimental part here now, won't we? And, uh, just, we'll miss you guys tremendously. It's been a pleasure and honor of being your pastor and having my kids grow up here, of you guys loving Kelly and I. And uh, man, we've been through the fire, haven't we? And we'll get to that here in a bit, but we're still standing. Amen to God. Well, we're going to uh, go now into a time of prayer. And uh, as we do that, I do want to mention to you that, uh, as always, I could say this one last time to you, but you know the spiel, right? You know what's coming. And so there's an email you can send your prayer request to. Oh, yep. oh you're going to preempt me. Okay, we're not going to prayer request. Just kidding. Psych. <laughs> The guy who deals with the microphones doesn't turn on his own microphone. There you go. No, that's a... <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yep. So, and he's holding the soundboard. Anyway, on behalf of the church, there's uh, it, there's two things we're presenting. Both of them happen to be in this envelope. Okay. And no, it's not my resignation letter. <laughs> <laughs> um, the video you in here, there's a thumb drive. In that is a the video that you just saw, and also two about five years worth of messages that you've delivered to us. So on behalf of the church, <laughs> you know, I wanted to give that to you. We wanted to give that to you as a thank you. Thank you so much. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, now I get to speak. There we go. All right. Well, thank you very much. And it's a pleasure to have that video as well as uh, to remember those sermons. So, uh, one day, if I need to, I can just bust it out again, can't I? Well, uh, as I was going to say, um, uh, we're going to continue our time of prayer. And if you do have a prayer request, we always love to pray for your prayer request. So you can send it into this email right here, prayer at groveportumc.org, and that will be sent out to our prayer team. We would love to pray for you. I uh, do have printed, um, not in your bulletins, because as you notice, there's a special bulletin today. That was not a printing mistake. We'll get to that a little bit later. However, there is a little insert that you probably got, a little, little half sheet, if you will, that was handed out to you that does have our prayer request for the week. And uh, in that, we do have uh, most of it is up to date. We do have a few things we do want to uh, update you on here this morning. Uh, the first of all, as we do always, I want to uh, send our sympathies to different families. Uh, we do have our sympathies, uh, Delmer Barker, to you and your family and the passing of Charlotte. We still continue to lift you guys up during this time, and we love you very much. We also have Mark Salva's older brother who passed away. Uh, they're out of town. I, um, they're actually out today, and I know uh, they told me that they'd be missing today, but did want to let you know, uh, do want to pray for them during this time, and uh, Mark's brother and his family as well. Do want to mention, I heard this morning, it didn't make it the bulletin, but uh, Jeff Monahan, his father passed away this last week. Uh, I don't know any other details than that, but I do want to share that with you uh, here this morning. Do uh, have other praises that are listed here. Uh, as you know, we've been updating you always on uh, Magnus's wife, Mabel. Uh, she had picked up the stuff from the Visa Center, and so literally, it's done. It's a done deal, right? And so uh, we're just waiting for a plane ticket packed up, and she'll be here. And so you all will be meeting here very, very shortly uh, when all that gets around. And so uh, we're just excited again, Magnus, uh, again, for this end of the journey. And praise the Lord for bringing this family back together. Do you also want to say uh, prayers, uh, praises that is? Um, on the, the Stoffers, their daughter, Allie, just got, uh, had their upcoming wedding. I just actually had their wedding, I believe. And so I uh, do want to just lift them up and uh, uh, have a great time uh, with them in, in the celebration. 
And then, uh, of course, as we've already said, but I do want to just mention again again here today that Katie and Dakota and Harmon, that were uh, newlyweds, are still newlyweds. And uh, does this feel different yet? No? Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> I noticed you all sitting apart today, but uh, yeah. we're going to say we're going to claim that on the choir and not anything else. But uh, yeah. And then, of course, you see our other prayer concerns that are listed there. We see those in long-term care. Uh, we do have one update to that. I believe Jim Meredith, I got, I saw in the, the newsletter or the email there that uh, he is no longer at home hospice, but at the inn at Winchester Trails. So we do want to lift up that uh, and uh, be able to send letters to him. Do you want to pray for all those in long-term care? So we pray for not only Reverend Meredith, but also Evelyn, Anna, Jack, Carol, Annabelle, Bet, and Kay. And those in active military service, Jake, Nicole, Bishop, Brandon, Parker, Justin, and James. With all that being said, I do want to remind you that the altar rails are open here today. And uh, if you just need to come up and get a hug, it's okay too. Love you guys and I'll miss you. Let's go to the Lord in time of prayer. Father, as we gather today, we're once again so thankful to be in your presence. And God, is just as we close this chapter and we all step into a new chapter, and even though, Lord, some of us uh, are, will be here in this place and continue to worship, and Lord, uh, my family and I, as we move on, Lord, we do pray that you bless each and every heart that's here. In these moments of saying goodbye and farewells, Lord, we know that you're amongst us, you're with us. God, just like those moments where we say goodbye to our loved ones for the last time and they move on to heaven, we remember that there is no such thing as a final farewell for those who have faith in you. So God, this is our hope here today that one day we'll see each other again. And as we're here, Lord, we continue to be faithful with the time that we have to do good work once again lift up this hurting world into your arms. And so Lord, we gather together with the power of prayer, knowing Lord that we are mighty when you're with us.
And so God, we come here this morning and we pray for those who are going through hard times and we pray for our communities. We pray, Lord, for those who have lost loved ones who grieve here this day. We pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit would descend upon them and rest upon their shoulders, just like a dove coming and alighting upon them. That God, even in the midst of tears, even in the midst of hurt, even in the midst of new things and having to have empty table seats, that God, the hope of Jesus Christ would remain. And the Lord, the memory of their loved one would be with them. God, we pray for those who are sick, those who are hurting, those who, Lord, have upcoming surgeries, those who are recovering. We pray for them, Lord. Be with them and guide them and heal them. God, we do pray for those who are going through all sorts of things in this world. As every single day we turn on the news and find out more is going on. God, we pray, Lord, for those events around the world that give us troubled hearts. But God, once again, we find our peace and hope in you. And so, Lord, we pray for the conflicts that are going on around the world. Lord, even though we've prayed for these many times, we pray for them again because you've taught us to be persistent. And Lord, we pray that your hand would be unleashed to bring peace upon this earth. God, we do pray, Lord, once again for those who are lonely, those who are depressed, those who are feeling a sense of loss to others. We pray, Lord, for those who put their lives in line and are first responders, keep them safe and bring them home to their families. We pray for those who serve in military. We pray for their families as well. Finally, God, we pray for this church and we pray for ourselves. May you be upon us and guide us and continue to lift us up so that, God, we can proclaim the story of Jesus Christ, your death, your resurrection, boldly to all freedom that comes for the forgiveness of sins. We pray for those that come here today to seek your special touch. May you be upon them and bless them, Lord. Give them the desire of their hearts, Lord, that they could know once again that you are the God that is with them. God, we pray, Lord, upon these prayer requests that come to your altar every Sunday and we lift up to you once again. Lord, we love you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for the blessings of life and the ability to be part of your church. God, as we're here today, we pray that prayer one last time together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. All GNCHS students, uh, please, media leader in the pilot to go to class, please. 
We are come to the time of giving. It's a blessing to give. Especially for those of you who are watching online, around the world, and in this great country. All you need to do to make it easy, just go wherever you're watching, your television, your smartphone, just go and just scan the QR code. It will take you straight to the giving or to our website to give. It's a blessing. The blessing we give you as you watch through and you get the Holy Spirit, please help the church to continue to spread the good news of God. And also you can mail your check to 512 East, uh, 512 Main Street, Grove Port, Ohio, 43125. Uh, Osha, please come forward to receive the plate.
Our scripture reading today is taken from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 14, verse 16 to 7. It reads thus. Therefore we do not lose heart. Though upwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us in internal glory that far outweighs them all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, good morning, church. Good morning. Are we going to make this sad or happy? Let's, try, let's see which one you want. All right. Good morning, church. All right, we're going to be happy today. All right, so good to be with you. Thank you for joining online as well. It's great to be with you as we are jump into the scripture here today and uh, see what God has for us. But first, of course, I uh, must mention that this is uh, the last sermon that I'll get to have with you. Um, of course, as always, as you think about the last time you have to, uh, to preach with somebody and to really share God's word with them, you think, well, what do you want to say? And I do have to say that uh, while many things went through my head and heart, uh, I didn't want to be too sentimental today because I think God had something else for us. So uh, just be ready. <laughs> Here we go. That's all I got to say. Let's pray. Lord, may the words of our mouth my mouth, that is, meditation of all of our hearts. Be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, as I just mentioned that uh, while today is a sad day, and I uh, know that there's been many tears shed on, with my family and uh, thinking about today and, and a lot of sometimes gloominess of thinking, oh, I don't want to leave, and how much I love you guys and how much you've meant to me and our kids. And of course, our kids came when we were 10 months old, and, or they were 10 months old, and they've grown up here with you. So... Their faith has a huge imprint from y'all's faith, and it's such an amazing thing. But as I thought, reflected back on these past five years and, and sort of what's gone on and what's been happening, so to speak, and Elaine really summed up a lot of that so beautifully here today, it occurred to me that really the, the theme of today was this. It was really victory over circumstance. And I want today, for this last sermon, I want it to feel like the victory parade after the winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, know, I know we want to be sentimental too, but like, it's the victory lap, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For what we've gone through. As Lane mentioned, of course, I mean, and just to name a few other things beyond just the big COVID that, of course, we all remember. Uh, you might have remembered, you know, our country went through an almost toppling of our, you know, Senate and, and a kind of a coup d'etat, if you will. We almost... We had the Boy Scouts of America that went on. We had, of course, the denominational decisions. We've had Russia at war and the threat of nuclear disaster. It's been a five years, right? And at the same time, look around. <coughs> Not just this building, but the people. Victory over circumstance. You'll notice that this morning I gave you a bulletin. You probably thought, Pastor, you realize what year it is. Are you in a time machine this morning? <laughs> You'll notice the date on this bulletin. Now, I want you to know that these were not reprinted. These are the originals. I saved them. 
right? If you look at the date, it was March 15th, 2020. And you can look through and see all the different things that were going on back then. This was the Sunday, and of course, these were the larger bulletins. You have to leaf through a couple pages when you do. But these were the bulletins that were made for the Sunday right when COVID shut us down. And these sat in a pile on my bookshelf for a few years now. And I always thought, you know what? There's going to be a sermon in this one day. And I wanted to give you a little gift here today, and I want you to keep these. And I want you to put them somewhere, maybe, in a, maybe not where you see every day, but you know, somewhere where you're going to see it often enough. Maybe some junk drawer or something you occasionally open, or some, some bookshelf that you a book you maybe get off, or just something maybe in your notebook like Margie, <laughs> but somewhere where you're going to see it. And I want you to remember all those hard times. And what it seemed like at that moment, you know, we wondered that when we shut down and we saw the world fall apart, you know, within a few weeks when we were kind of really truly what was going on, we didn't know if churches would exist, right? In any form that we knew of. The world was falling apart. And yet you look at today and these five years later, or not five years later, you look at these years later, and here we are. I love this verse that we shared here today. You may not know this, but whenever I do funerals, there's some key verses that I always like to share, unless the family has some other ones to share. But one of them is this one, right here in 2 Corinthians, that we read just a minute ago. Now, of course, the section of this passage, it comes from Corinthians chapter 4. But before this, there's this whole talk about treasure and jars of clay. And the image that Paul gives here is this, is that we have treasure in jars of clay. You think, Paul, where are you going with this? And he says, you know what? We are hard-pressed on every side. We are thrown down. We are tossed around. And if you know a jar of clay, it is not the most sturdy thing in the world. It will just be crushed in itself. Yet if you fill it with something super strong, what happens is that clay will never budge. And things will assail it, but it will be in one tact. And he goes on, and of course he uses the imagery to show that we are just like jars of clay and the glory of God lives inside us. And he's telling the Corinthians, hey, I know you're going through hard times. I know it's tough. I know you're being beset on every side. It feels like you're being crushed. It feels like you're being thrown down. It feels like you're being trampled upon. But look around, church. You're still standing. You have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power comes not from us, but by the eternal God who's true and alive. And the very fact that you stand here today, the fact that we're worshiping here today, is not a testimony to our strength. It's the testimony that God is with us. And there's a victory parade that we need to have here today. There's some shouting out that needs to happen here today. And of course, those words that were shared, that I share at every funeral, at least almost every funeral, funeral, is, yeah, I know it feels hard. He says, therefore, do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For this light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. You know, church, I could go on and just talk about the different things that this church has taught me that going through the experiences that we went through has taught me, the, the fortitude that it's built inside me, the, the sense of perseverance that has been brought and developed in my life and probably yours too. We could talk about all those things that God has done through the trials that we've been through. 
You know what I love about this church is not only the people in it, but I love the stained glass. Now, I know it's dark right now. The sun went behind a cloud. But when I came in this morning, the sun was out. And I got to sit, just kind of me in the quiet. Well, I guess Brian was here too. But it was me and Brian in the sanctuary for a bit. And then Terry came up. But that was lit up. And I was looking at it. And I was noticing, you know, there's different ways to interpret it. But, of course, there's three different sheep on there. And the way I've always interpreted this three sheep, because my favorite thing about this is, of course, Jesus. But then the sheep on the right. Do you notice it? I've never really seen other artists depict the sheep on the right like the sheep on the right. You know, you see this kind of picture always. There's Jesus, and he's always holding a lot of times a lamb, and there's other sheep around him. But look at the sheep on the right. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can interpret how he's doing it in different ways, but when I see that, I see a sheep that is all about Jesus' business, right? He doesn't want to run behind him. It's standing right close to him. It's, it's up in his business. His robes don't even get to go around. It's, he's like in his space, right? And he's just got up. And you can see like it's almost like my dog, my little puppy that just gets in my space and you can't get him off, right? But he's got the, the look of just looking at what the, the Jesus is doing and wanting to just be a part of it and just get close to it and be in it and around it. And it reminds me so much of this church that Jesus is up to something. We just want to be a part of it. Because church, I would say that probably the greatest thing that I've learned from you is the power of people that want to be with Jesus and what he's doing. Out of the churches that I served, many of them have been maybe staff-driven, if you will. A lot of times staff come up with ideas and things happen. Not so with this church. Oh, no, no. Y'all beat me to it. Y'all are starting things left and right. Y'all are going and doing things in the community left and right. And you're always going and going. And I love that about you. Because just like the sheep that's in that, business, or in that picture, you're not like the one kind of crowding around in the shadows in the back. You're up in the Father's business, being ready to do the very ministry that needs to be done and that he's being a part of. You see, this is a victory lap here today for all of us. Not again because of what we've done, but because of what Jesus has done through us. And I will admit to you, I'm excited about a taco bar. So I want to make a short sermon here today. But I want to share with you a song as we go in our victory lap. Now, you have a part. You didn't know you were going to come here singing today, but you have a job to do. You're going to sing with me. And your part goes like this. Palms of victory. Crowns of glory, palms of victory, we shall wear. So try with me. Palms of victory, crowns of glory, palms of victory, we shall wear. You got it. So when I cue you in the chorus, you guys are going to sing with me. Ready? Here's a little song for you, a little ditty that was written by the Orange County Supertones. Yeah. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah, still kicking. I saw a blood-washed pilgrim, a sinner saved by grace. Upon the king's great highway, with peace was shining face. Temptation sore beset him, but nothing would have He said the yoke is easy, the burden it is light. Palms of victory, crowns of glory. Palms of victory, we shall wear. 
I saw him in the furnace. He neither doubted nor feared. And in the flames beside him, the Son of God appeared. Though seven times twas heated with all the tempter's might, he said, the yoke is easy, the burden it is light. Palms of victory, crowns of glory, palms of victory, we shall win. I saw him overcoming through all the swelling strife. I saw him cross the threshold of God's eternal life. The crown, the throne, the scepter, the name and stone so wide. For those who are found in Jesus, the burden it is light. Palms of victory, crowns of glory, palms of victory, we shall wear. Stand up. Palms of victory, crowns of glory, palms of victory, we shall wear. Shout out. Palms of victory, crowns of glory, palms of victory, we shall wear. Shout amen. Palms of victory, crowns of glory, palms of victory. We shall win. We love you all. Thank you. Let's stay, let's stay standing. All right? And let's sing this great old hymn for Pastor Jonathan Kelly and the kids and for all of us that we all know and we all love. And it just, you don't even need it at home. You probably don't even need those words, but we'll leave them on there. Have a great dog.
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.